Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Yesterday, we talked about how to nail an upcoming annual performance review. Today's tip is more forward-looking. You can plan a great year by writing next year's performance review now. Here's how this works. If your organization has an annual performance review process, at some point in the next few weeks, you'll sit down with your manager and figure out the past year's successes and opportunities for growth, or whatever euphemism your organization uses. This serves its purpose, but has its limitations. Yesterday, we talked about recency bias. Whatever happens in October tends to matter more than what happens in February. This is a great opportunity if you handle October right, so that's what we focused on. Though it's kind of unfortunate if your big wins happened early. But most fundamentally, the past is done. Gone. Over. If you had some major disaster in July, the time to deal with it and learn from it was in July, not in November or December many months later. Likewise, if you had some major success in May, that's the point to analyze what worked so you can benefit from that knowledge immediately. We can't change the past once it's over. The future, however, is not so constrained. It is wide open. By figuring out what you'd like to say at next year's performance review, you can shape the next year to increase the chances of these victories coming to be. So today, try this exercise. Pretend it is December 2020. If you work for an organization and you'd like to continue working there, you could pretend you're sitting down with your manager. But you could also just decide that your long-term career is solely in your purview. You're going to give yourself this performance review. So it is December 2020, and in this future vision, you are beaming. It has been an amazing year for you professionally. You are popping the champagne corks and celebrating. If this were to be the case, what three to five things would you have done to make the year so amazing? Think about what these three to five things might be and write them down now. It can really be whatever you want. Maybe this is the year you score that promotion or finally hire an assistant who makes your life easier. Maybe this is the year you bring in a fantastic client or launch that networking event you keep talking about. Maybe you got accepted into a graduate program, or you wrote a draft of a book. You gave a well-received talk at your company's annual retreat. Feel free to be specific, and also feel free to think big. Because the truth is, you don't have to show this to anyone. Now, I'd encourage you to share any big dreams you have with people who might help make them happen. But whether you share or not, if you know what you'd like to do by December 2020, this can start shaping your schedule over the next year. You can put this list somewhere you will see every day so it can start informing your schedule choices. If you know you'd like to give a talk at the annual retreat, you can prioritize looking over the last few years' topics and meeting with the organizers. If you'd like to bring in a new client, you can prioritize going to events where you might meet such people or renewing connections with old colleagues or friends who have taken jobs at organizations that might work with you. Now, of course, in life, we need to be open to possibility too. We can't plan everything. 
if I were to have written my 2019 performance review at this point last year, in early October of 2018, I would have had no idea that I would launch a podcast called Before Breakfast in March. I would have had no clue that by the end of the year, many millions of people would have downloaded the show. I am thrilled with this development, and I'd certainly list it as a 2019 highlight, but I wouldn't have anticipated it until I lucked into some late 2018 brainstorming sessions with the right people. However, I did know that I wanted to do certain other things. I wanted to launch my time management fable, Juliet's School of Possibilities, and I wanted to come up with a new book topic. And so I've made time for those things, while leaving space for whatever other wonderful opportunities might come up. These things are not either or. So write next year's performance review now. As we know from Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, successful sorts tend to put first things first. A big part of putting first things first is knowing what those first things are. Writing next year's performance review now helps you identify those priorities so you can make them a part of your life. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.